0: Hello and welcome to the Arrowhead Pride podcast we call From the Podium, where you get to hear directly from your Kansas City Chiefs. I'm the Editor-in-Chief of ArrowheadPride.com, Pete Sweeney. The Chiefs made their biggest move of the offseason on Friday when they traded for left tackle Orlando Brown of the Baltimore Ravens. Brown joined the media on Monday, and we will play that for you in its entirety right now.
1: Man, first off, I just want to say, uh, thank you to the Hunt family and, you know, the Chiefs organization for for making this happen. I also want to thank the Baltimore Ravens organization and Mr. Bashadi and Ozzy and DaCosta, Coach Hart for all uh, helping this happen. Uh, I'm I'm so appreciative. I'm so thankful. Uh, I'm so blessed to to have the opportunity to play left tackle in this league, this league which is a dream that, uh, you know, I set for myself as a young kid. And to have the opportunity to play here for this organization is just so special, uh, given the history of everything that, that's going on here, everything that they've done lately, Coach Reed and his history, uh, Pat and everything that he's done and he's going to do. Um, it's just it's so special and I'm so blessed and thankful to be here and
0: part of this organization. Let's go first to Herbie Tiopi with the Kansas City Star. Go ahead Herbie. Hey Orlando, congratulations and welcome to the Kansas City
2: we got two quick questions just for you. Uh, where were you and what was your reaction when you heard the trade went down that you were coming here? And the second one will follow after that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, man, it's crazy. I was in uh, Norman, Oklahoma, in the Everest, uh, in the indoor facility, taking past when my agent gave me a call. And, uh, you know, he was just like, are you, you ready to be a chief? And honestly, I was a little bit overwhelmed and. Uh, it was it was uh, a little hard for me to wrap my mind around, you know, getting traded to a situation like this, which I think is is the best in the league, uh, you know, going from what I came from. And, uh, man, it was it was just it, like I said, it was just so overwhelming emotionally. And uh, I'm just I'm so happy. I'm so blessed to be here.
2: And my final question is obviously a lot of excitement from your, your now new teammates. How many have you heard from, especially Patrick Mahomes? Have you heard from Mahomes?
1: Yes, I have. Yeah, I have. I've I've heard from him. Uh, I've heard from a few uh, past teammates in Baltimore as well, um, you know, and everyone has nothing but great things to say about this organization, to say about the city of Kansas City. Uh, I'm just, like I said, I'm just super excited to be here. Let's go next to Nate Taylor. Go ahead, Nate.
2: Here, Orlando, just what is your initial thoughts of the Chiefs offense?
1: And then Um, Secondly, there's been some discussions about maybe you playing out the final year, your rookie contract. Just how optimistic are you about uh, playing beyond uh, just this next season in Kansas City? Yeah, I want to be here for a long time. Uh, I do. And, you know, I'm going to make sure I take care of my part. And that's uh, handling my business on the football field. As far as the offensive scheme here, I've watched a lot of film on Kansas City, just like I'm sure every other NFL team or NFL player has. Uh, I know a little bit about the system. Uh, I, I look forward to learning a lot more, but I'm just excited, man, to to be to be in the system, to have an opportunity to really showcase my talents. Um, you know, they do a lot of different things here than, than we did in Baltimore, just schematically. Uh, so, man, I'm, I'm really looking forward to
0: that. Let's go next to Adam Teicher with ESPN. Go ahead, Adam.
3: Hey, Orlando, again, uh, welcome to Kansas City. Um, just wanted to get your thoughts on what you talked you touched a little bit about on this, but your thoughts on what's going on here, the situation here, you're familiar with the Chiefs. You played against them, I think each of your year, years in the league. So uh just wanted to get your thoughts on on this program here. And uh Brad, I'll have a second question as well.
1: Yeah. Uh man, like I said, it's it's an incredible organization, top to bottom. Um it's a bunch of great people. Uh, I haven't met a bad person so far. Uh you know uh <laughs> um as I said, offensively, you know, it's a ton of talent, you know, obviously with, you know, the number of pro bowlers and all pros that they have here and Pat and, you know, Travis Kelsey and, you know, Joe Tooney now and, you know, guys like me and Tyreek, uh, you know, and, and I re- I'm, I'm really looking forward to getting out there, competing each and every day, competing on game days with these guys um, and just really going out there and giving them all. You know, I think that I fit in really well here. I look forward to, to meeting everybody.
3: Okay and uh, why was it so important to you to to play left tackle was it just a financial thing more than a financial thing why why was that such a a big thing for you
1: yeah so uh man uh I would say for me after Baltimore signed Ronnie uh, to the long term extension, it was understood that, you know, that was going to be their guy playing left tackle. And so shortly after that, I met with my family. I met with my mentor. uh, We discussed and, you know, we came up with the best plan and then we spoke to my agent Um, and, you know, for the most part, man, Jamal Brown my agent, Justin Shulman, a little bit and Joe Panos, uh, you know, they took care of everything and, you know, they got me here, man. But, you know, Jamal did a lot, you know, for behind closed doors, you know, making sure that, you know, everything was set in stone, everything was put in place uh, to make sure that this was able to happen. And, you know, I want to thank him personally, you know, for, for allowing this to, for helping, helping this happen and uh, helping construct the plan uh, to happen. But this is nothing to do with finance, finances. This is to do with the opportunity to play left tackle, I grew up, um, my father playing in this league for 13 years as a right tackle. He was a defensive tackle, converted right tackle. Uh, In my household, if you weren't playing left tackle, I'm not going to say he disowned you, but you know what I mean? He kind of, he kind of, you know, talked bad to you. So um, growing up, you know, there's countless stories I can tell you, you know, one of them being my freshman year of high school, uh, the Matthew Catholic High School, they they didn't think that I was ready to play left tackle. So they wanted to play me at offensive guard. And my dad went to the coach and told him, you know, straight up, hey, if you're not playing them at left tackle, put them on defense. And so I played defense to tackle my first year and, you know, growing up as a child, when I committed to play this game, my dad didn't let me play. You know what I mean? I literally had to call him crying as a, you know, 13, 12 year old kid, uh, you know, begging him to let me play football. And something that he made me promise him was, you know, that I was going to be a left tackle and I was going to play in this league for 10 plus years and be a Hall of Famer. And, you know, something he always expressed to me and my siblings was be better than us. And to have the opportunity to live on my dreams to have the opportunity to play left tackle in this league, to play for this organization uh, is so special to me. And that's my reasoning. You know, it's it's nothing to do with finances. It's the opportunity to live on my dream, my father's dream that he had for me and to go out here and win as a left tackle.
0: Let's go next to Pete Sweeney. Go ahead, Pete. Hey, Orlando. Welcome to Kansas City. Uh, Brad, I just have a quick follow-up after this. Um, Just first question. Um, So... As a Raven, I know that the Chiefs have been a struggle to to overcome in recent years. Of all the teams in the NFL, how surprised were you that it was the Chiefs that you were getting traded to?
1: Man, I was really surprised. Man, I was really surprised. Um, gosh, I, I didn't I didn't see it coming. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you would have asked me, you know, when I requested my trade, where I would have been. Um, I wouldn't even be able to tell you then, but I was very surprised to be here. And I'm just glad that they made the move. Um, I definitely think I'm the guy that they want, the guy that they need.
0: And then on a much lighter note, your foxtail picture has been getting some buzz. I was just curious if you can <laughs> yeah. explain uh, that on social media. It's been getting some talk. So I just was wondering yeah. about that.
1: Yeah, that's super funny, man. Uh, anybody that knows me, man, I, I've been wearing, you know, my foxtail for a long time. Uh, you know, it kind of started back in college with my mentor, actually. You know, it was a famous movie called Breaking. It was, a, it was like a dance movie. that's called Breaking that came out in the 80s. And uh, there was this guy on there named Ozone. And he had a bunch of foxtails, foxtails on his hat, on his pants, on his shirt. You know, I mean? asking them, you know, what is that? And so I looked up on eBay and I saw it was a foxtail, man. I've been wearing it ever since.
0: (laughs) Let's go next to Matt McMullen with Chiefs.com. Go ahead, Matt. Hey, Orlando. Welcome to Kansas City, man. I'm really excited to have you. Uh, So you're a guy that obviously sets expectations for yourself. You have goals for yourself. You've already had so much success, but uh, how much better can you be, do you think, here in Kansas City?
1: Uh, A lot better, a lot better. And, you know, I can grow a lot as a player and I will grow a lot as a player. Uh, There's so much in my game that I want to continue to develop, uh, to to put myself you know, on the, you know, highest, you know, pedestal and, and be compared with, you know, those great players that that play the left tackle position like Jonathan Ogden, like Walter Jones, like Tony Baselli, like Anthony Munoz, uh, you know, eventually putting myself in that position. Um, so, you know, I would say I still have a long way to go. I would say that, you know, I'm not even close to playing my best football right now. I only get better as time
0: goes. We've got three more. We'll go right down the line, starting with Darren. Go ahead, Darren.
2: Hey uh, Orlando, welcome to Kansas City, man. Appreciate. I remember Ozone uh, much. do <laughs> rest in peace. Um, yeah. <laughs> a couple questions. What do you feel that you can learn playing alongside Joe Thuni? Uh, you know, when you get a chance to to get here, and then more so to the point uh, of you playing left tackle. I know you know generally. You said your father played right tackle and D tackle. Why? Why specifically that that position? Why were you like all in gung ho on playing left uh, left tackle particularly?
1: yeah um you know like i like I said a little bit before man uh like I said growing up in my household left tackle was important, and you know my dad understood the magnitude of the position, the magnitude that it brings, obviously with being often the captain of the offensive line, often being one of the better players on offense, and you know it was it was just so it was so important, man to my family, it was so important to him uh as to why you know. I mean, I can't I can't really say why. I just know that, you know, often your right tackle is a really, you know, he can be a good player. But often the left tackle is getting a lot of love or a lot of credit or a lot of a lot more respect and credibility. um, I guess a better way to put it. But, you know, going to games growing up, you know, my dad would tell me straight up, hey, you know, watch Jonathan Ogden. Don't watch me. You know what I mean? Watch his game, study his game, study Tony Baselli, you know, watch his game, watch Anthony Munoz, you know, watch, watch all of these guys, watch Trent Williams, you know what I mean? And, you know, watch uh, you know, Brian McKinney, uh, all of these guys, you know, he would tell me all the time, you know, don't don't watch my film. And obviously I did, you know, but cause it's my father, but he would tell me, watch the left tackle. And, you know, it was just kind of ingrained in me in a young age. And like I said, it was a dream that I set just as coaches set, you know, dreams to become head coaches or assistants become coordinators it was a dream and goal that I set for myself and to have an opportunity to play in this league is like I said man a dream come true and to have it be this franchise is just incredibly special.
0: Final two Harold
2: and then Seren. Go ahead Harold. Hey Orlando and as someone who used to work in Oklahoma uh, welcome to Kansas City. (laughs) Yes
1: sir. (laughs) What's going on? Yeah good man
2: good man good to see you again. So um I know when I last saw you, it was pro day at Oklahoma, over there at Norman. And, you know, the whole conversation was about the maturity level of of what you had going into the league. I'm just curious to know how much have you grown just as a as a player and how much has Jamal helped you to try to get to where you are now, where you have become that two time Pro Bowl player. And then Brad will have a quick follow up as well.
1: Yeah, uh, man, Jamal's been such a, a key component in my success in life uh, as a man, as a football player. Um, you know, he's someone that helped me, that's helped me understand uh, my way of way of life and, you know, what it takes to to be where I want to be with him being a former All-Pro and Pro Bowl player as well and and knowing my family and knowing my father and mother and all of those different things. Uh, you know, the player that I am now and the person I am now is completely different from, you know, the player person I was then. Uh, I have a better understanding of what it means to be a pro in this league. I have a better understanding of, you know, my expectations for myself and and the importance of pushing myself to get there. And, you know, man, uh, a lot of my success um, over the past few years, uh, I would give a lot of that to Jamal, man. You know, although he wouldn't take it, um, you know, he's helped me helped me out tremendously.
2: And then the other question, obviously, when you were at Oklahoma, you played with Baker Mayfield, and then you yep. go to Lamar Jackson in Baltimore, and now you're at Patrick Mahomes. That's a different level of mobility from all three guys. Yes. just You've had so much experience playing with quarterbacks to kind of move around the pocket. How much has that helped you, and how much is that going to help you going forward, Patrick?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's great, man, having a mobile quarterback. Uh, I have nothing negative to say about it. You know what I mean? There's times that, you know, they make me right or I make them right. uh, You know, but, man, I just I look forward to keeping him clean. You know, whether he has a broken leg, healthy leg, healthy ankle, whatever the deal is, um, I look forward to keeping him clean, man. He shouldn't have to run around because of me, period.
3: And we'll go last to Sarin Petro. Go ahead, Sarin. Uh, thank you, and Brad, and Brad. I'll have a follow up too. Uh, I'm, I'm, you had very nice things to say, obviously, about the Chiefs, but also about the Baltimore Ravens. And, and I'm I'm curious, Roland, really, how how does that dynamic work? I think fans are, are kind of interested in. You had another year, right, where you're under team control. Like the Ravens could have said, "Hey, tough play," right? Yeah. Like how, how does that how does that organization work to where it sounds like it was a pretty amicable conversation? Your people and the Ravens, and they understood what you want and wanted to look to accommodate it. Where it seems like that could have been something that there's a lot of friction. How how does that work there with that organization where you were able to do this and everybody seems to leave as friends?
1: Yeah. Well, I think it was just the understanding that, you know, this is, uh, a lot deeper than the surface. Um, it's not about, like I said, finances. It's not about, uh, oh my gosh, this guy's upset. You know, it was just the understanding that, uh, and they knew my father, they knew me from a young child, uh, and, and they knew, you know what I mean, the, the importance of things. And, and I remember having the opportunity to start that game against the, the Washington football team and uh, at left tackle when Ronnie went down for a game. And that was so special special to me because of the goals that I set as a young child, for one being left tackle in this league, one playing for the Baltimore Ravens at some point, you know what I mean? And to have that opportunity Like personally, that was such a special game for me. That was such a special game for my family. I remember how happy and proud my mom was uh, for that moment. And, you know, uh, I think at the end of the day, the organization, I'm just uh, uh, the Ravens. I'm just so thankful and so appreciative for for everything that they did for me, for taking a chance on me uh, after the combine, for taking, taking, you know, everything that, you know, you know, I dealt with and all of those things, and, and allowing me to be myself and grow as a player, uh, I'm just so appreciative for that organization as well. And, and you know, I had a great relationship with them. My, my family has has a, still has a great relationship with them. And you know, I think a lot of it was just more of the understanding that you know this was deeper than the surface. You know, this was about you know f- living out my dream, living out my father's dream.
3: And, and then uh, you mentioned kind of the prestige and and. You know, maybe that's not the right word, but everything that comes with being the left tackle, you know, yep. the, of what it is, uh, that's a two-way street, right? Like, I mean, yep. you you have to live up to that as well, and, and now you take on that pressure of being that guy, and you, your story now is very much that you wanted out from one very successful franchise, you're very fortunate you land another successful franchise to be the left tackle. What kind of pressure do you feel uh, to live up to being the left tackle and the left tackle for Patrick Mahomes?
1: Yeah, man, I personally, you know what I mean? Outside of media, outside of coaches, outside of teammates, I put a lot of pressure on myself and I have very high expectations for myself. Uh, And that's like, as I said, keeping Pat as clean as possible, creating as many uh, huge gaps and holes as I can in the run game and taking care of that man across from me on a consistent basis. Uh, You know, I want to be able to develop and gain that trust and that credibility and uh, confidence amongst Coach Reed and Coach Benemi and everything uh, amongst my teammates as well. You know, the understanding that, hey, just because it's an elite D-lineman over here, I don't need to slide. I don't need chip help. Uh, you know, I, I want to be the best. I want to be the best to, to play this position in the league. Uh, I'm not there yet. I still got a lot, a lot of work to do, but I'm going to get there.
0: Orlando, we appreciate you taking
1: the time today. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate you guys.